Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to and watching the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Chino Liao checking in because it is Thursday night. And you know what that means. We have a lot of wrestling to unpack, as usual. So we're coming in after another pack day of my NXT and Dynamite back-to-back. Just to set the table a little bit, here's a quick rundown of what we're talking about. So we've got your news, as usual. The COVID outbreaks in WWE. We're also going to talk about that really quick Twitter feud between T-Bar and Sammy Guevara and Dax Harwood. We'll touch on Raw a little bit so we don't crap on it too much because I'm going sawang-sawa na kayo with all the Raw BS. We'll talk about SmackDown, some really interesting stuff going on on the blue brand, NXT and that big debut, of Dynamite, and then whatever else, ang, uh, whatever else we can make time for, we'll make time for that towards the end, right? So all right, all right. as early as now, we're saying what's up to everybody joining us over on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod and on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Thank you for joining us. Chino yung standard spiel natin. What standard spiel? Oh, yung, what standard spiel? You smash those hearts. Oh, yeah. Keep smashing those hearts, right? Yeah. What's that said? JK's back. JK's what's back. What's up, JK? He wasn't, he wasn't there what's last week. Yeah. Happy New Year. So, so may mga paparamdam dito saying what's up to Mickey, Kyle again, Jay Sarah, Pretty Lori, ako si Deb, and well, yeah, and Kyle, hey, saying what's up to you guys on Kubu. Keep smashing those hearts, guys, that the people of Kubu know you are all in for this retro talk, this re- wrestling talk. Retro, <laughs> retro talk. talk That's my episode <laughs> for next week. That's my episode for next yeah, for for resting, resting. We talk about resting. All right, hey, Kyle. Set us a hello, hello. Hey, what's up, Kyle? Hey, thanks, thanks Kyle. Kyle. Appreciate it. All right, let's get to the wrestling talk. Let's start off with the biggest piece of news, and that was the COVID outbreaks in both WWE and AEW, and to a certain extent on Impact. So, yung pinaka uh, malaking name associated with the outbreaks is WWE Champion Drew McIntyre, and that explains why he wasn't on Raw. Why all he did was shoot a video, a PSA from yung standard gray wall niya. Now, I think we're all used to seeing by now, diba? from all of his cameos and videos and whatever. So that means that we're not going to see Drew for the next couple of episodes on Raw, which really takes away from the buildup ng feud niya with Goldberg. But the bigger problem here is that WWE uh, has been shooting at the Thunderdome at the exact same arena using the exact same areas, the locker room, the ring area. And ito na, may outbreak na, and yet they still haven't thought of suspending the shows. Even when other leagues, like the NBA, for example, they've got these protocol in place if ever somebody does test positive. And as we've seen in the NBA, marami nang nagpa-positive. Like the Celtics, for example, have postponed three straight games. So that's how seriously the NBA is taking this. Compare that with WWE. The Celtics had to play ball-ball. That's how bad it got in Boston. And then they said, <laughs> no, they don't have ball-ball. They played taco fall. 
downfall. There we go. <laughs> they had to play Taco Fall just because of COVID, man. So imagine how bad everything got uh, in the WWE, and they're still not doing anything about it. Yeah, sobrang uh, Parang you've already seen. Ito na, ito na excuse for us to stop the shows and for everyone to understand uh, if you know the shows end up being canceled. So, ito na. So it goes to show that for the name, for the sake of the events, for the sake of having something to put on TV, uh, the WWE will risk everyone, including Vince McMahon, uh, an eighty-year-old guy. Uh, they risk everyone's health. Just to just so they can say they know uh, they have new content, diba? So parang ang, ang lalat it, it goes to show you where their priorities are. Uh, I I don't really know how contracts uh, with comes to large networks work. Uh, but again, like Stan brought up, the NBA, other sports leagues have also done their part in trying to curve the virus and canceling games and adapting to the situation. Now, I don't really know what the WWE status is when it comes to said contracts. Right? A certain number of episodes. They need to fulfill a certain number of live episodes versus pre-recorded episodes. And that's fine. If, if you want to honor that contract, that, that's fine. That's all well and good. But you have to understand that the larger issue at hand here is public health, especially just a week after they did uh, an all-legends night where a lot of those guys are pretty up there, right? your Ric Flairs and your Hogan's who are considered people uh, under people at risk at this point are exposing themselves to this virus. Right? So it's not really the best foot forward for the WWE. Okay, uh, Gina brings up two good points. First, I'll tackle the, the the part about you know the old timers being there last week. If you are worried about the senior citizens and the other legends who were at at the Thunderdome last week, uh, they they are kind of safe because uh, Drew's positive case was detected this week long before uh, before they went up to do Raw this Monday. So I think they are the the other people who were there last week are safe from the virus at this point as, that we know of, and then the second point that you brought up is Jung contract with the networks about how many live shows they're supposed to do. This was actually tackled last year uh, when there were talks of what to do with the shows about what to do uh, with everyone locking down with people being unable to be at the event. They actually discussed this, and I think it was rumored that. Uh, the networks, or the, at least the USA network, was okay with more taped shows or replayed shows uh, as opposed to the, 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 the quota of live shows they had to do. So I think uh, at this point, talagang, there, kind, there should have been no excuse to, not, uh, to stop. I mean, to not stop, to stop, to not stop the events. Yeah, to suspend the events, but kind of yeah. uh, to borrow a term from the NBA, but they've been suspending games. Nga. Now, um, sticking with WWE, there were four other unnamed positive cases, and we don't know who these guys are. But mm-hmm. as we'll t- uh, touch on, Saro, maraming hindi nagwrestle. We didn't see a lot of familiar faces. Now we're used to seeing on on uh, Monday nights or Tuesday mornings, and there were a lot of people who did double duty. Again, we'll touch on that in a bit. But to cross over to AEW, we also found out uh, this past week. Now, Nick Jackson and Chris Jericho apparently also tested positive for COVID-19. Jericho as much as said that himself on Talk is Jericho, and he said that he was asymptomatic. Um, I don't remember if uh, he actually took a two-week break. I think if ever, he probably uh, went on commentary or something. No, no, but September it's really... Yeah, yeah no, September uh, Yeah. I, I, I couldn't tell if he did take a break. Uh, the, my research showed that... Uh, he ended his feud with Orange Cassidy on September 5, did some Mimosa Mayhem match, and then started the MJF story in October. So I'm not actually sure if there was some time off there. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of sketchy. Um, see, Nick Jackson, we know he did disappear for a while, but he was taken off TV for yeah, a quick yeah. little bit. Yeah. With regard to WWE, we know now lang shutdown, aside from the reasons Ro mentioned. Another reason why is because they still have a full training schedule at the PC. So again, this goes to show where the priorities really are. Um, now zooming out on for for both companies. Yeah, uh, talagang uh, I I heard that I, I read that uh, the PC trainees and the NXT roster is pretty frustrated with the decision to continue training and to hold five five day I don't know five day weeks of training uh, in the performance center. So it's really really risky. 
it goes to show that someone higher up in the company is not taking any of this seriously, even with a new British variant that is more transmissible. Nandito uh, na sa Pinas, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say that shit is going to hit the fan, but when you have your top champion already sidelined with COVID, I think it already has hit the fan. Yeah. So let's go to Raw uh, before we go to AEW. And with Raw, the biggest thing that happened was that double duty. Uh, we saw Jeff Hardy go double duty. Sheamus and Keith Lee go double duty. We even had Triple H come out of semi-retirement just to you know fill in some major storyline even though you know people don't really care about the Randy Orton and Fiend storyline anymore, so it, it's really weird how this week's Raw got affected again because of COVID nineteen. Yeah, uh, it turns out that the people we didn't see, like Sina Asuka, Sina Ricochet, Shelton, uh, and Cedric, some, some members of the Hurt Business, apparently uh, they were backstage. Um, I, nobody knows why they weren't used, if they had COVID or if they tested positive, but they were there, and I think. I, I would normally say this is a case where you can put two and two together, but at this point, we don't know why they weren't used if they were there. If they were sick, if they were positive, they should have been sent home. So being there kind of implies that you're okay to work. So what they did here was uh, instead they ended up using a lot of their big guys, big names twice instead of giving more time to the mid-carders who were there and who could have been booked. Maybe at this point, maybe some of them decided not to wrestle Maybe there's maybe there's that angle, but we don't know that yet because no one's reporting that at all. Uh, it's just a mess. Um, they were literally given this opportunity to freshen up their 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 show, and while they did take it in some cases, like with you know Xavier Woods versus T Bar or Drew Gulak versus AJ Styles, parang nila. It might have something to do with the strange spot. Keep uh, Keith Lee had with John Morrison. So the may spot then uh, yeah. just before the commercial, he threw John Morrison into the turnbuckle. Just the ring, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so apparently, this was deliberately done right before commercial because Vince McMahon is very particular about having a um, an old school feel to to his commodity okay. product. Okay, so apparently, a rule that he has is to have something spectacular happened just before the commercial break. So that's why you get a lot of dive spots before the commercial break. Let's be going back to Raw. It always happens. And apparently, this was an attempt at that. So it might also explain why he doubled down on the more popular names instead of building up uh, newer guys. Because he probably might feel like the best way forward is to move back, you know, if, if it makes sense. Like, no, please. <laughs> he brought back legends for crying out loud. He brought back Goldberg, which nobody asked for. So if this is the reactionary measure, if this is what he's uh, what his attempt at fixing the product is, it's very confusing. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I didn't actually know that the 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 rule about something big or spectacular happening Oren, before the break. Um, for me. Uh, that is something. Yeah. Although, it's one of those oh. things that you notice after you get after it gets pointed out. Exactly. When they mentioned it, I was like, "Oh, I know all the dive spots happen before they go to commercial." Right. Yeah, it it makes sense now. Uh, now that you put it that way, so yeah, uh, let's let's leave raw. We can leave the red brand, right? Okay, Natayo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing much happened. Like, okay, it was there. I mean, there was a lot that happened, a lot of crappy stuff. But again, yeah, we're trying. I don't to, wanna... New Year's resolution yeah. then is to crap less on Monday Night Raw. So instead of talking <laughs> about it, we'll move on. Okay, let's uh, go to AEW. Let's start off with news outside the ring. In case you missed it, yesterday there was a quick Twitter feud between T-Bar of Retribution and Sammy Guevara. Tapos nakisawsaw din si Dax Harwood of FTR. So pinanggalingan ito was T-Bar calling out Sammy Guevara for uh, stealing his finisher. Yung parang burning hammer na GTS, I, I, uh, Eyes wide shut, if I'm not mistaken. Yung, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what T-Bar calls it. So he called out Sammy Guevara. Then to si Sammy na respond. They were, you know, um, throwing jabs at one another on Twitter. And then uh, si T Bar had to bring up Sammy making a rape joke about Sasha Banks, which the act itself was cringe. But then T Bar bringing that up was also cringe. And then Dax Harwood got involved. So yeah. yung yung punut dulo nito is somebody pointed out to T Bar na you know what you're really not looking good out of all of this. You should probably just uh, step away. 
and then he himself took the L and recognized na yah lahat tayo mali ayoko na. So he deleted yeah. his tweets. He, yeah, yeah. Um, he, go, 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 he, first of all, wait, sorry, I know you're gonna get to something here, but no, no, go, go, first go. of all, nung sumali na si Dax Harwood dun sa conversation, he did he doubled he didn't even double down on his argument. He just talk tail and ran. <laughs> oh shit, dalawa na kayo. Oh, eh, ayoko na, dalawa na kayo. Like one on one, this is fun, but dalawa na kayo. Eh. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> He's fucking he he fucking played to Dax Harwood's emotion by saying, uh, "Why were you always so beat to me? Like you're in a Twitter feed, bro. Come on, you started this, so you now you have to finish it." It's, it's no, he did so finish ridiculous. it. He, he finished it's it. Ridiculous. To be fair, he, he ended it, man, by taking the L and saying, "Nah, yeah, lahat tayo mali. I'm gonna delete all my tweets." Yeah, but man, he, I mean, he did end it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, so, man. Um, okay, I'm gonna tell a story uh, from TJ TJP himself, despite what we feel about the guy now. So he he talks about this one time in WWE when he was still in WWE. I think it. Well, anyway, somebody complained about him using a move. Uh, some he's somebody stole a move, and TJ just let him have it. Because when you get down to it, nobody owns moves in wrestling. Like if ever someone really invented a move in this sport, that's a really really rare case. And for the most part, for most of us. Uh, we're just stealing something else, something that someone else did. So that's my take on it. Uh, to call out Sammy Guevara on "quote unquote" stealing a move that he does is kind of stupid. It kind of makes you look shitty. But uh, I think one can argue then as well that maybe he was just being a heel. You know, maybe he was acting up his heelness because it's temporary retribution. But here's the problem. If he's yeah. trying to be a heel, why is he transcending the WWE universe? Why did he have to drag AEW? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're probably right. Uh, at this point, uh, there is no way for him to look good at, uh, in any of this, in, in any point of this conversation. So talagang, unless you are working for the same promotion and medyo unique yung finisher, I think there is nothing to talk about. If there are any issues, you squash it internally and not use it on, not use Twitter for it. That's the mistake he made. Yeah, the problem is with what what T Bar did is that he took it to a public forum, number one, and tried to yeah. get other people involved. Kaya yun Dax, And then the rest of us grabbed our popcorn and watched with glee. That's number one. Number two, we're just coming off of Bro Dee's passing, where the yeah. wrestling community has come together and. Everybody's trying to say now there is no rivalry, but it's one big community. Let's shy away from family. It's one big community, but and then T Bar goes out and does this, and immediately Yenanaman, WWE versus AEW. And for an industry that is trying to really prosper, sobrang counterproductive nitong us versus them na mentality. I hate to say it, but it's something we see everywhere, even here in the Philippines. I saw it firsthand. You guys know, the viewers, the lis- listeners, you guys know what I'm talking about. And it's so, so toxic. And uh, when you see people like T-Bar and Sammy engaging in that behavior, they kind of legitimize it and normalize it for the rest of the industry without them knowing it. So you're supposed to be better than this because you're at the top of the industry. You should have known better. I'm going to play devil's advocate, not for T-Bar, but for the whole idea of him being a shoot, uh, of being a work. Because retribution doesn't really get TV time. We all know this. We've all talked about this over the past few months. We've been talking about retribution. However, they have been telling their story online. T-Bar being uh, the most prime example. Just look at his Twitter feed. He's been doing that. Yes, granted, he didn't have to bring AEW into his promotion. But to quote one Mr. Terry H. Hogan, he said that <laughs> we're slowly working our way into a shoot. And it could possibly be true, right? The lines between work and shoot are very blurred now. That sometimes you, you, I'm not saying that but then at the same time, he, that's his only platform to build heat, right? And has a heel. What is he going to do? Shepard, he needs to build the heat. So he did it that way. And Shepard, at the end of the day, in Malaysia, and he deleted all his tweets. That's fine. But when you have a guy who's just trying to make a living, doing what he can, can, can you really blame him to, to a certain extent? 
I yeah, can. I can. I can. I can blame him because uh, I, I already said it. Number one, he legitimizing us versus them that toxic mentality. And number two, he shouldn't have dragged the other company into it. You know, Malina. This also reminds me of another TJ story or a TJ lesson, if you will. Basically, he said, he once said to us that if you're going to do a shoot or a work shoot or, you know, you're going to reach below the belt, make sure that the other person knows you're shooting as well. So parang, I remember this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diba? So it's bad form if they don't. Parang, okay, one of you is working and one of you is shooting. Oh, yun, yun, pala. If, if you're getting into a work, pala, sorry. If you're getting into a work, make sure the other one knows you're working. Yeah. So, yeah, it was bad form if he just, you know, decided to do that out of nowhere and they didn't talk about it. Uh, yeah. Basta alam niya, importante is alam niya Malaysia. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let, let's wrap a bow on on the T bar Twitter feud. At least the T bar in, in admit that in Yeah. Like yeah. you know, Shaymale yeah. um, yeah. and we're moving on. All right. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about SmackDown. Adam Pierce being the new number one contender to the Tribal Chief. Your tribal chief and mine. Talk about that in a bit. But first, we gotta let you know that you can help support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast through your online shopping. And just because it's a new year doesn't mean wala paring fresh deals on Lazada. They actually just had a couple of fresh deals up over the last three days. And you can still catch them along with your special coupons by checking them out. And once you've added to your cart, you can check out on the app. But before that, please use our affiliate link, tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling x Lazada. Again, tinyurl.com slash the word wrestling spelled twice, then uh, the letter X, then the word Lazada. Uh, when you click that, you'll get taken straight to the app where you can check out. And every product that gets delivered to you gives us and PA a small commission to help keep the lights on. All right. Now we'll, we're, uh, we're going to take another quick break and hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. If true crime is your thing, check out a killer new podcast, The Last 24 Hours, where we examine gruesome true stories of murder here and around the world. Season 1, coming soon on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms. Before we get to talking about the blue brand, Chino, let's say what's up to our uh, viewers on Kumu. All right, saying what's up to the people who joined us on Kumu. May mga nagpaparamdam dito via the comment section. Sabi Harrison with two ends. I want to see Sasha Banks versus Liv Morgan. Medyo malayo pa yun, but thank you for letting it be known. The Protectors are following us now on Kumu. Thank you for the follow. Also, so, saying what's up to the Defenders. Hello. Uh, Bucket is here. Oh, so oh, I was, I was getting through that. G- give me buckets says great balls of fire. Referring uh, to the, no. the background to, of, of course, yeah. uh, stats background over there. Also saying what's up to a lot of guys joining us here on Kumu saying what's up to Sam Sam to give me buckets, of course, to Kyle who's rejoining us, to Tala, to Adrian and Rico, to Twilight Sydney, to Fresh Fresh. And to Kelvin Parohino. Parohino. There we go. Thank you for joining us on Kumu. Thank you for smashing those hearts, guys. All right. Thank you. Let's talk about SmackDown. And your biggest takeaway natin from last Saturday's episode, Mandela Time, obviously, is that Adam Pierce, freaking Adam Pierce, is the number one yeah. contender for the Universal Championship. Now, we're not crapping on Adam Pierce because he is a legend in the indie scene. But he's a former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, former Ring of Honor general manager Dinsha. But he's, what, 41-42? And as he himself says on SmackDown, he hasn't wrestled the match in like six years. Yeah, I actually don't know if like, this is what we're getting in the end game, like in at the Royal Rumble. Nobody knows. Nobody knows if this isn't some swerve just to have Kevin Owens back on that show. So I, I'm kind of withholding judgment on this. I say I can tell that anyone can tell that this might not be what they're going with. But if in in the event that it is what they are going with, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it so much because as we as you said, as you said before, 
as you've mentioned just now, it's not like he's a total non-wrestler, diba? Yeah, I'm I'm also seeing a swerve coming here. Because it's random that they drop this guy in the middle of this championship view, this main event view. It's so random that I didn't even expect it to happen. But then when I saw his credentials, being that he is a former NWA World Champion, he also wrestled for ROH. A lot of guys on Twitter posted old pictures of Adam Pierce. And he looked sick back in the day. I said, mm-hmm. so, so if this is indeed the Adam Pierce we get against Roman Reigns, then I'm all for it. But at the same time, I don't think it's the Adam Pierce we get. I, I really I really think something is going to happen here, maybe at the actual rumble itself. Yeah, if there's one thing I remember naman from Billy Swade, I, I like how tonight we're just looking back on lessons from wrestlers we've uh, interacted and shared locker rooms with. One thing I learned from Billy Swade is that whatever it is you do sa episodes leading up to the pay-per-view, you always do it for the moment. So I think the decision to, to book Adam Pierce was so they have something good to include in a video montage to, whatever, uh, to accompany whatever match will actually happen at the Royal Rumble. Because it's part of building the sto- uh, hitting the story beats when you get to that climax at the pay-per-view. Now, with that being said, Vince McMahon is reportedly known to be all about the reactions. Whatever reaction, but the fact that we're talking about it with such gusto. Now, holy crap, it's Adam Pierce Or what the hell? Freaking Adam Pierce Serioso. But like, those are reactions. And yeah. that's what WWE is after at the end of the day. My problem lang with this is that the brand split is still semi-useless because Adam Pierce appears on both uh, Raw and SmackDown. He's basically the general manager or the uh, ex machina for both shows. So for me, parang nalalesen yung gravity na parang damn Adam Pierce. He's under Roman's thumb. Kino control siya ni Roman Reigns, and now he's being manipulated to fight the Tribal Chief. When on Raw, he's still acting like everything's okay. Yeah. So it really takes that. away. It really takes away from the gravity of the moment. Na you know, there is no counterpart to Adam Pierce on Raw or that Adam Pierce is on both shows. It's exactly like Drake Maverick being both the general manager and the manager for AOP. If yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying, that it is confusing, but at the same time, I feel like because he is a person in authority, he's exempt from the continuity. You know what I mean? Like because that doesn't make sense to me. Like just because you're an authority figure, you're still part of the story, so it doesn't exempt you from any continuity issues. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. okay. This is what I'm trying to get at here. Because he's a person in authority, he's essentially in charge of both shows, right? Be that being said, because he is in charge of both shows, he can appear on any show because he's the boss, right? So maybe on one brand, he's getting his ass added to him by the tribal chief. That's all well and good. But then on the other brand, he has everything under control. The sad part is he isn't even your pinaka boss. Like he's really just a lackey for the WWE board of directors or something. Yeah, for whatever, uh, whatever plot device he serves a purpose for. I feel like that explains it for me as to why he can appear on both brands. I don't, I don't really need to see another Adam Pierce. No, I think what Stan is trying to say is, or what he wants from the story is, okay, that happened on SmackDown. Why aren't you selling it on Raw? Why aren't you looking distressed? Why aren't you having a panic attack, right? Yeah. Why aren't you at least trying to train backstage? Okay. Uh, Why are you proceeding on Raw as though nothing momentous happened to you on SmackDown? If this were on NXT, somebody would... uh, Somebody would have picked up on it. Somebody would have tried to write Adam Pierce as someone who is worried about a match, right? or his livelihood. Yeah. So yon, yun lang, yun lang. That, that's all uh, I'm asking for. Thanks, Ro, for for pointing that out. So, you know, with, with all of that being said, I think na interesting parehong Adam Pierce storyline. I I do want to see where this goes. I just wish that there was a little bit more effort, I guess, on the raw side of things because kung self-contained sila in the SmackDown universe. I'm actually happy. I actually like where this is going. Speaking of the SmackDown universe, uh, you have a couple of characters na yung alignment nila are now in question following the previous episode. One being Shinsuke Nakamura, who went through the gauntlet and made it all the way to the end. And it seems like he's turning face. 
And you also have Apollo Crews, who seems like he's turning heel now following that intercontinental title match against Big E. Wait, which one do you want to talk about first? <laughs> you brought uh, both up. Shinsuke, yeah, Shinsuke. <laughs> Let's go Shinsuke first. I don't nec- I don't like to think that just because you had a monster run in a gauntlet match full of what, five other guys, uh, you're necessarily you're automatically you're automatically turning face. But you did get super kicked as well by a heel. And uh, that could shake you up a little bit. So it depends on how they play it on this week's SmackDown moving forward. Uh, I do actually want to see both Cesaro and Nakamura turn face because we have new heel tag team champions on SmackDown now. I think that could be a new matchup that um, would freshen up the division. So I hope that happens. And I also hope that we get a possible Nakamura versus Daniel Bryan match at WrestleMania if Daniel Bryan isn't doing uh, the Universal Championship story. So a lot of things, good, a lot of good things that could branch out from this decision. It depends on the guy. I think we have to wait and see what happens this Friday. Yeah, it's too early to tell. I, I really. I, I have to wait and see if he does indeed turn face. Because uh, first of all, I don't want to get my hopes up and say, "Oh, he faced," <laughs> and then be pala. And secondly, because they set themselves up so well, it, it can go uh, and like Rose said, into a multitude of, of opportunities and storylines here. So I I'm reserving judgment on it for now. Sorry, I just want to say, I just wanted to say real quick. I'm generally more optimistic about SmackDown because lately they are doing a good oh, job yeah. of tying stories together, not just Roman story, but also a bunch of other stuff that isn't the main event scene. So kudos to them. I think I have more hopes on that. If, if, if it's more deliberate on their end, if they did this conscientiously to a heel like Shinsuke Nakamura, I think they have plans in the works. For me, uh, whenever I see a gauntlet match on SmackDown, I can't help but expect that it's it has to have a bigger payoff. Like if you remember Kofi Kingston from 2019, the gauntlet match, he went 60 minutes and that in a snap or you know in an hour, it legitimized his standing as a number one contender for Daniel Bryan's title. And then um, I remember there was another gauntlet match last year. Hindi ko lam alala who was legitimized, but that was also the goal to legitimize a specific person. And then here in 2021, Shinsuke Nakamura, um, for, for whatever reason, they had to legitimize him again, which Loki says, nah, yeah, we kind of did this character dirty, which is why we have to build him up again through an epic run in a gauntlet match. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but now every time a gauntlet match happens on SmackDown, expect ako. I wouldn't go that far, but okay, I see your point. Yeah. Let's talk about Apollo now. Coming out of that, Intercontinental Championship match against Big E. Is he headed towards a heel turn? Paul Heyman talked to him on Talking Smack after the show and kind of tried to dig further and try to provoke him into possibly turning heel. Not necessarily to be a Paul Heyman guy, but to explore the dark side because the dark side is the winning side, really, when it comes to championships and stuff like that. Or, you know, in Philippine politics, but yes. Yeah, yeah. Historically, it's the better side. So... There's that. I think uh, they're also deliberately doing something here. I'm not so sure if it's just him getting an edge. Uh, I don't think they dabble too much in those gray areas if you're not Roman Reigns or Jey Uso. So I think um, it's another addition to the to the heel side of the mid-card. Oh, plus also, Apollo as a heel is something we haven't seen before. Uh, ever, but they've teased it a bunch of times. And yeah. I've always been curious to see how such a straight baby face like Apollo works as an actual heel. Like I'm not familiar if he's been a heel during his, his indie no. run before. Pero, he's got those pearly whites, he flashes he flexes for people that by wins cleanly and all that. It's an interesting experiment to say the least. Yeah, his, his yeah. career, his career character has always been a babyface force of nature, and then I actually like what I saw on SmackDown last week when he was uh, finally showing some anger and letting his emotions fly. I think, I think this was the heel turn that we were promised last year when he was flirting with the with the hurt business. Right. Uh, I think yeah. they're finally realizing that there is something to be made here. Yeah, uh, it's always a good thing naman to explore these with you mga career baby faces. Like see si Mustafa Ali, diba? we never thought that he would be a compelling heel. And in spite of all of the stumbling blocks that Retribution has faced, 
he's actually a pretty good heel, Si Ali, at the very least. So yeah. we're seeing that. Uh, transitioning now to NXT, we got to talk about the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic because now uh, we've seen the entire bracket. It's actually got 16 teams. And it's the first time since 2016 na punung-puno yung bracket, 16 teams. I didn't even realize that NXT could put together 16 teams even though they borrowed one from the main roster. Okay, uh, a, a comment on this. I know. I, so it wasn't just me. I, I knew this, the the sixteen field, the sixteen team field, felt different this year. I like what they've done with it. I enjoy, I actually enjoy the fact that we have teams made up of random single stars that aren't so random. Uh, to me, it it kind of signals that they're making the tournament prestigious enough that. Single stars want to get in on it and make a name for themselves by finding a partner and joining it. So I like that story device, and it makes the it makes the entire tournament mean a lot more. Yeah, it also I, makes Oni and Danny look really credible as the final boss. Because when you win the tournament, you get a shot at Oni and Danny. I also like how they're emphasizing um, the tag team aspect of it all. By taking singles wrestlers and pairing them up with other uh, with another singles wrestler, now what happens in our history together as a tag team? This was something that was emphasized in the very early days of the tag team classic. The band Dusty Rhodes emphasized that for you to be a great wrestler, you have to be able to work with anybody, literally anybody, and that's why you saw teams like Samoa Joe and Finn and Alistair Black and Ricochet with it. The band, so random pairing nila. They made it all the way to the end, right? and, uh, and I like how they're using this to sort sort of make it the flagship flagship rather tournament of NXT um, US, right? NXT, NXT, right? Because on the other side of the pond, you you have the Heritage Cup tournament, yeah. which apparently needs to be going to be a regular thing now, right? And for India, you also have another tournament. For NXT, the, what would be NXT India is also going to have its own share of a tournament. So I, I feel like the WWE or NXT in this case is making great steps forward in trying to establish these uh, smaller developmental brands, I should say, to having their own identity in terms of having their own sort of rumble or own sort of getting the ring. Mm. Yes, yeah, Angel- ni Admin Angelo na 205 Live isn't uh, isn't really counted as main roster. But in uh, they actually have the Lucha House Party there. Yeah, and they're and a main roster team. Yeah, yes, they are on so Raw. Siling, if you yeah, forgot, siling Raw. representatives ng, ano, ng main roster dito. So looking at the field, it's really uh, it's a really compelling field now that I look at it. And if I had to pick a winner pick, na um I I can I can barely justify. It's probably gonna be Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Because that's my story na sila, na since last year, they've been built up. And then they, they have a bit of momentum. And it kind of carries on the tradition of these odd couple pairs going on to make it far or, or even winning. Okay, my pick is something uh, I hope is wrong. Because going from what happened today on NXT, I think the Undisputed Era is going for their uh, second Dusty win. Be- just to get back at, the, at Oni and Danny. I, I think that's what's gonna happen. I think uh, we're getting shafted with this result. I, I feel I want to stick with GYV. We said GYV last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sana nga, sana nga. I will. I am sticking it with it this week. Yeah, they Just made it to the end last year. It's another. It's another. Um, it's another notch in the belt of NXT UK, right? For them, for a UK team to bring back a win is synonymous with. Say Tony Storm walking away with the May Young Classic, right? so it's it's synonymous with that, and and I want to see the UK the NXT UK brand get as many wins in the NXT main roster as possible. Yeah, Sige, yeah. Uh, sana talaga hindi UE. Uh, I really don't want UE, but I really fear that they're gonna win. But I think if they do, they'll earn it anyway because all of the tag team matches are pretty good, are really good. I think a lot yeah, of and they're really have... doing their best to make the UE sympathetic baby faces. Oh, uh, tama. So, okay, uh, which team should we watch out for? I, uh, do we all agree in MSK is the team MSK, to watch out yeah. for here? MSK is the watch out. Is the, you know... The rascal. The team to be in, yeah. I <laughs> Vic Joseph, he actually snuck that in. Oh, this team of rascals! <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has a habit of that too so it, it'll again be... it goes back to his background from the indie days yes, so it, it's probably that 
So, okay. Uh, what, what can we say about MSK? I, I don't know what it means. Nobody knows what it means yet. Uh, the theory, it's provocative. The theory is that it means must see kids. So, that makes sense. I kind of like that. Uh, I was there to be the Mr. C cult. First of all, bakit K? Ano ka? Mortal Kombat. They are they are the team to watch out for because they bring a lot of energy to the no, to the to the it, tournament. It just carries over from their days on Impact, diba? They were the yeah. high adrenaline, super fun team, diba? They were essentially the cruiserweight version of the New Day. That's how I, I think. I think they I, are this generation's uh, Motor City machine guns. Then, diba? so I don't know why, but I see London and Kendrick in them. Yeah, so that, that, was, that was the archetype, I think, for indies, for a lot of the indie teams. Uh, see London and Kendrick the, were the archetype. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Who else do, should we watch out for? Uh, uh, probably Legado and probably, well, the other teams are kind of established. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like Imperium, the Bollywood Boys, you know, we know who they are already. Lucha um, House Party. You know, you know that Lucha House Party is good. Exactly. Uh, the way I guess because it's their debut voyage as a tag team, maiden voyage, deba. Right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, uh, those teams. So yeah. Uh, how about the women's side? So we're getting a women's version of the Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic this year, and we only know half the field so far. So we're getting the female half of the way. That's Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Um, the random heel pairing of Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. You have Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon and K and K. Casey uh, Cadenzaro and Caden Carter. I think so eight teams. I think eight teams. So random, Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. Like, sa nila hinugot yun. No, they, they both hate EO, so that's where they got it. Uh, uh, but I really do think eight teams. Though I don't think there is there are enough yeah. women to fill a sixteen team field. So, uh, so even you, even if even if you pull from the main roster, which so, I don't think they will. I, I don't. I, NXT women's brand rarely does. No, I think they will because hey, they put they pulled in Lucha House Party. They also pulled in Sasha and Bailey before. Yeah, for a title match. Yeah, for does a title this match. tournament not mean anything? I think it's gonna be for a title match. Yeah, they say it was for the title. It should be because hey, the men's one is for the title, and the women's tag team championships have been defended on, on NXT. all brands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't see them putting a main roster card here for some reason. I'm feeling ko the winners already in the announced field, and it's got to be Candice and Indy or Shotzi and Ember. Yun lang. Those are the only two na I can see winning. Yeah, yeah they, I, I, I give it to Shotzi and Ember. If Laduna, and then wait, see Charlotte and Asuka palin champions. Huh? Feeling it's the way. Like yeah, Candice needs that big win parin. I mean, yeah, she got yeah. War Games, but she doesn't have that signature win just yet. Because War Games yeah. is about Raquel. Yeah. Yes. Hey, we're saying what's up to uh, DM. Saying what's up to DM Rodriguez over on the Facebook page. Thanks for joining us, man. See, see Raquel and Dakota Kai have yet to be announced. Um, sad in the yeah. because I'm sad about. Yeah. Their actual sure. So we'll find out by next week for sure. Uh, you know, half the field palang next week. Then magsisimula ng round one women's tag team classic. So we'll probably find out the rest of the bracket by then. Si Shifu chaka si Sayadi. Si Shifu na si Meiko Satomura pala. Oh God, God. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, Zayali stable, so Tiansha, right? That's what they're called. Um, today, uh, yung, yung obsession ko with the Chinese characters took me to screenshot the Tron, and I shared it with a lot of friends who speak Chinese. And the ones who had time to reply said na, wala siyang specific meaning yet. So we tried to break down the words. And then yung, yung Sha in Tiansha is sort of close to the character that means murder or to kill. Put together, yung tian and tian sha can also mean like a demon or a ghost or to put away. So, hindi ko parin alam what it means, and I'm still trying to wait for other uh, Chinese speaking friends to to hit me up. But I I really want WWE to address this because it it is a name, and you're already putting it in the graphic. You might as well tell your English speaking audience what it means. To be fair, they didn't tell us what Hindus share means. So I wouldn't <laughs> put it past them to not tell us what Tiansha means. So, uh, I, I know what share means. Share means lion. 
Diba, kaya nga, they, they're basically Indian lions. Diba? That's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to find that out for myself. Oh, Malcolm yeah, Bivens yeah. sure as hell didn't say, we are the Indian lions. No, he didn't even say a Hindu. He said Hindu share, but he never explained what it meant. It's actually diba? Hindu share, not Hindu share. Yeah, see, exactly. So nobody, I, I don't put it past them to explain what the name actually means. <laughs> yeah, Marika. Okay, uh, let's go to the other show on Wednesday nights, and that's Dynamite. So yeah, uh, let's talk about the in-ring stuff. I, I have a big issue now with this running gag. Now, whenever Sting comes out, Team Taz tucks their tails between their legs. Team Taz, aside from Taz, they're all able-bodied, young, strapping, strong guys. sixty-one-year-old my face paint. he has a baseball bat. Screw the baseball bat. Why can't Hobbs and Cage or Hobbs and Starks double team this old man? And then whoever else is, is vacant, freaking Hook can take Darby Allen. I, I it, it really grinds my gears. Now, Sting is here. Let's run away. Yeah, it's really bad. I've been complaining about this ever since Sting came. Uh, in first appearance, I already complained about this. Yes, okay. Maybe he's mystic. He is mystical, but nobody ever really established this. They just are afraid somehow of the legend of Sting. So I guess you know, parang ah. Um, Maybe they're you, more afraid of the fact that Tony Schiavone has to shout, "It's Sting!" Sting! Every, time, every time Sting comes out. Maybe that's it. It's not even scary. Uh, I, I, I don't like it. It Maybe makes if, Sting has uh, look weak. Sana ko may dalang backup si Sting. Kami rest back siya. The team Sting. <laughs> Not just Darby Allen, right? Yeah. So the skateboard. It, it really makes... It, it really makes everybody look stupid. I swear to God. It makes everybody involved look, look stupid. Like I, I, I know na they're trying to make this into the second biggest storyline on AEW, but it I, I just can't buy it. All I want is for Thunder Rosa and Darby Allen to be on one stable. Para kompleto na yung face paint. One half Rosa, the other half Darby Allen. Para kompleto na siya. It's full sting. Both yeah. of them make one full sting. Full sting. Yeah. The funny thing is, neither of them even stay consistent with which side of their face has face paint. <laughs> no, uh, going back to staying real quick. Indisha and establish as someone supernatural. It's not like you know the Undertaker can be kayfabe scary because they at least go out of their way to establish special effects for him. Even on the same brand, you have Abaddon, who is pushed as someone freaky at the very least, and supernatural weird at the worst, diba? Right? So they couldn't give that to Sting. And yeah. as a result, I can't buy Sting. Being someone to be afraid of by himself. You know, now that yeah. I'm thinking about, now that I think about it, going back to the Nitro days, the few Nitros I watched and Sting in it, and he's just supernatural. Yes, sure, he has the crow vibe, but he never really showcased any power. Sort of, he was more anti-establishment. Yeah, that's what I that's what I remembered in. he's not really supernatural. So now I don't understand. Where the whole supernatural gimmick is coming from? Like, why, why does he have powers now all of a sudden? Yeah, I don't get it. Um, ano yun, twenty years na wala siya sa TNT. Bigla siyang uh, ba siya ng, ng, uh, what's that place in Iron Fist? Kunlun. Yeah, <laughs> did, he, did he train with the hand in Kunlun? under Shifu. Oh my god! <laughs> I would buy that. Because at least, uh, if, if you train under Shifu, at least I know you can take punishment. Savini Aaron, one of our patrons, yung snow daw, yun yung power niya ngayon. Yeah, what a great power. It makes Team Taz run away. Jeez. Savini Jackie White Walker daw siya, which actually would make more sense. Uh, Dave would, says uh, he needs to rappel down again. Um, I, I would not do that to 61 year old Sting. Yeah, I would. I would <laughs> no, please. No, I don't think that's a good idea. Dark, dark side season four. <laughs> <laughs> please, no. We, we don't need more episode content for that. Um, there was one Nitro pay-per-view where he repelled off a chopper. Yeah, right? A like chopper. 30 years ago, right? So, don't like that, please. <laughs> yeah. Okay, on to happier things on Dynamite. Uh, so, there's a new wrinkle to the AEW Impact crossover. And apparently, uh, the Young Bucks aren't exactly in Don Callis' plans. So, during the trios match between Kenny Omega and his partners against the Varsity Blondes and Danny Limelight, Instead of having the Young Bucks come out, he served me Don Callis, and he had the Good Brothers come out instead. So the Young Bucks are kind of angry about that, and uh, they, they did show that on TV. So 
I don't know. Does this negate yung heel turn ng Young Bucks from last week? Last week, I said they sold the Bucks as not being entirely down with it. Like, okay. Uh, they were like, oh, what the fuck? But then they did the too sweet, right? I don't know if that... At first, it meant like a full heel turn. But now, I guess, uh, it's not meant to be that simple pala. So I'm okay with this. I am okay with the Bucks not being all in. Uh, no pun intended. It it definitely adds to enough uh, to the impact in AEW war, and I would rather see them fight amongst each other. Yeah, actually, it makes sense now that you put it that way, no? Because the Young Bucks are EVPs as well, so it kind of yeah. shows that even within the ranks of the um, of the board of AEW, meron silang descent. Since now Don Callis, who's a friend of Kenny's, is going after the Young Bucks in this way, so I, I guess it's pretty interesting um, to see uh, where the Invisible Hand takes this uh, this story. Sabini Dave Scott, Nick Jackson injured his leg last week. Yeah, I, I guess that could be one reason why they wrote him out of the story. Um, since we're talking about Kenny Omega now, we might as well throw in your predictions, Natin, for for the main event of Hard to Kill. Because you know, parang super super interesting, right? So I'm. What uh, is it a foregone conclusion that the elite is gonna win? Uh, they, I think they have to give it to the elite at this point because uh, to have them lose would would be to kneecap this uh, this story right before yeah. it's even getting really started. Yeah, exactly. They haven't really done anything yet, but they just made their presence felt. So there's still a lot this story could go to. So if they hold them back, uh, this very first outing. All right, so we're going to take a quick break now. When we come back, we've got some really big announcements for future episodes, and we swear to God, we uh, we want you to hear these announcements, these uh, previews for what's to come for the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So stick around for those along with our picks of the week. But first, we got to let you know that another way you can support the podcast is through your online shopping over at Shopee. So uh, all you have to do really is to use our Shopee affiliate link, tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Once you've added the cart, it'll take you straight to the app or to the website. And then pag na-deliver na sa inyo, great. Um, leave a review. And um, th- that product, of course, gives us a little bit of commission to help keep us going and keep us uh, help us keep doing what we do here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So again, please use our affiliate link, tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. X Shopee. And now a word from our other podcasts on PNA. Hi mga matchat sexy chismosa. Ako nga pala si Mokoy ang inyong corporate slave. At ako nga pala si Ingo ang inyong corporate lucky. Nabalitaan niyo na ba yung pinakabagong chismis? Nandito na kami ngayon sa Podcast Network Asia. Oo nga, kaya samahan niyo kami sa longest. Longest running. Ay yung pinakamahaba comedy podcast sa buong Pilipinas. Let's get to some shoutouts on Kumu Chino. Hey, saying what's up to a bunch of people. First off, to I am Yuri Eurixis who sent us a hello hello. Thank you for that hello hello Eurixis. That is Thank amazing. you. Also Thank saying you. what's up to Nurkis to user 714-2001 to Pinoy a juicy to it's me to Akalain to I am Arleo and to Marie Fabines. Hello to all of you. Also saying what's up to our new follower. Valerie Rivera. Thank you for the follow, Valerie. Hey, and thank you for liking the stream, smashing those hearts, letting the people of Kumu know what you want to hear from your wrestling news. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Um, you want to talk about Matthew McConaughey, Chino? You can bring up this. We can say we can mention it. But Matthew McConaughey wants to wrestle. Like it, it's fine. I want to see it happen just so we can say, <laughs> right, right, right. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. This goes slide. I want it to happen kapag may tao na. Yeah. Sure. I, I'm sure that's what they're waiting for. It feels yeah. like a WrestleMania thing. That's what it feels like. It feels yeah, like for sure. Big, the ball like the Shaq 
and the Tysons uh, of the day. This yeah. feels like something they should keep in their back pocket. Should they do it? Mm, yeah, my my ins naman si Matthew McConaughey, about people like the Undertaker and uh, whoever else he's close with in in WWE. So there. Okay, yep. uh, let's get to our picks of the week. And if you're new to the stream, this is when we give you a match or a segment that you have to watch. If you don't really have any time for your wrestling diet, just watch this match. Solve kind of for the week. Okay, uh, let's start with Chino. All right, my pick of the week goes out to the Broken Skull sessions on the WWE Network with Bailey. This is actually one of the rare times he's had a non-legend on his program. Usually it's Undertaker and all the guys he's worked with. So he gets to talk to Bailey, and Bailey actually expresses how much Steve Austin has influenced her career, especially in the later iterations. If Stone Gold has what, Bailey has Ding Dong, hello. So apparently, he's Stone Gold for some reason, and she explains it. And it's a nice watch. It's it's, it's a deeper insight, insight into how Bailey evolved her character from being the wholesome babyface to the role model that she is now. And an honorable mention would have to go out to oral sessions with Renee Young. It's a very good podcast. I rarely promote other podcasts on here, but this time around, she talks to Eddie Kingston. And so, Eddie Kingston is just a, a gem in this wrestling world. When he does, when he talks, magic just happens, even when it's just an interview. So, I say listen to it if you have the time after you listen to this one on Spotify. All right. Um, I'll, I'll go next. My pick of the week is uh, Jordan Devlin defending his Cruiserweight Championship against Ben Carpenter or Ben Carter on NXT UK. <laughs> so I like how they established Ben Carter. Now, right off the bat, he's a big deal. They're hyping him up as a young prospect na talagang my future in the wrestling business. And the commentary team went out of their way to explain that he even trained under Seth Rollins. He had a video package. And the match in the main event of NXT UK did not disappoint. So... Uh, go check it out because NXT UK is a really underrated product right now. All right. Uh, my pick of the week is from today's NXT. Uh, Jake Atlas and Isaiah Scott go up against MSK in the first round of the men's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Uh, all of the tag team matches are good, actually. But this one stood out because a big moment. And um, MSK really proved what they can do. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, let's get to you, mga future episodes, Natin. So tomorrow here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, we're actually going to be recording an episode with uh, Butch Mapa. So that's going to be coming out on your audio-only versions probably next week or the next couple of weeks. So, Ro, let's tell the listeners a little bit about Butch Mapa. Hi, Butch Mapa is uh, this young Filipino uh, comics artist. Uh, he's uh, done work for Marvel, uh, IDW. And he's also done art for this wrestling game and for, I don't know, for wrestling companies as well. Uh, I'm not sure if they're official, official, but uh, he's really rendered this amazing art of wrestlers from WWE and AEW and made art for an indie wrestling game on mobile. A lot of things. So excited to, excited to talk to him and, you know, learn about what it takes to draw, f- art, draw for comics uh, internationally. Yeah, so we're, uh, we're going to be releasing that in the next couple of weeks along with that interview from Sam C. of Singapore. So Chino, let's uh, introduce him really quickly to our listeners. So Sam C. is a Singaporean stand-up comedian who now, unfortunately, because of what's happening, has been stuck and relegated to doing streams. And one of the streams he does is actually called Red Dot Wrestling. It is an RPG-style wrestling show. He has... Other wrestlers on there as well, playing along with him. Wrestlers like Jake DeLeon and Ken Warren have participated. Redrick Mahaba also did an episode of Red Dot Wrestling. And so he's a big, huge wrestling fan. He easily one of the nicest people you can talk to in terms of just comedy and wrestling. And I'm happy that we can have here have him yeah. here on the program. So in mga audio-only exclusives natin, which we'll get to in the next couple of weeks. And on the live stream, to review the 2021 Royal Rumble, we can announce this because we've got a commitment from the man. The one and only Jake Cuenca returns to the Wrestling Woo! Wrestling Podcast. So mark your calendars. February 4, 7 p.m., we're going to have Jake Cuenca back on the show to talk about the Royal Rumble, and he'll share his thoughts about the winners of the men's and women's Royal Rumble matches. So there, yeah, all those reasons. That week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chino. Yeah. So, 
Jake Wayne ka ba yung papalit sa akin? I'm not gonna disagree with that. Magkalevel naman kami, diba? Magkalevel ko eh. Jake Wayne ka, chingaliyaw. Same level, guys. <laughs> so yeah, so many reasons for you to keep tuning into the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast as we kick off 2021 on a high note. Now, let's get some plugs uh, really quickly, starting off with Mr. Speedy. Uh, you can still use our promo code to get 50 pesos off your first delivery. That is Wrestling Wrestling X Mr. Speedy. So that's the word wrestling spelled twice, the letter X and M-R-S-E-E-D-Y. 50 pesos off your first delivery on the Mr. Speedy website, mrspeedy.ph, or on the app, which you can get on the App Store, Google Play, and on the Gallery. You can also um, check out the other stuff we do, starting off with my podcast on deck about radio DJs and radio presenters. So um, my episode with Joe Suzuki dropped this week. Next week, I have an episode with Rika Garcia. So uh, all the conversation about TikTok and in the morning in between, you can check that out over there. Uh, Ro, on your end. Sige, ako na lang pro-promote ng ating Patreon. No? So, uh, as you know, as you may have seen from our Facebook posts and our tweets, uh, we have an exclusive Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestlingwrestlingpodcast. Um, it's really, right now, it's where we put all the stuff we don't have time for on this wrestling uh, live stream every week. So, I do... Uh, uh, post-show Raw reviews, SmackDown reviews, NXT Dynamite, uh, pay-per-views even, and Chino and San also contribute their reviews uh, on occasion. And then we also have a Discord community where uh, we discuss wrestling this week, uh, our thoughts and our feelings and our opinions. If you can't find them uh, uh, on this show, that's where we put them out. And well, it's also where we do our watch parties for pay-per-views. Uh, this this month, Champre, uh, we'll be doing the Royal the Royal Rumble live on February one Manila time. And also, there are freebies. Uh, I just ask the guys who have received free Wrestling Wrestling Podcast face masks for Christmas. Oh. So, maraming, maraming something in store for you if you guys oh. sign up for our Patreon at rest, at patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast for as low as two fifty pesos a month. Yeah, so so vaccine di daw pa tayo pwede choosey. Pero sa Wrestling Wrestling <laughs> Podcast Patreon page, you got two tiers. So you can be choosy. Diba? So get on that. Get on that right now. All right, Chino, what you got? All right, Chino, plug your podcast. Yeah. All right, hey, Class Clown comes out this week or next week pala. Sorry, next week <laughs> with a brand new episode featuring all the nerd talk You've been wanting me to do. Um, this time around, I have friends GB Labrador, Mikoy Castillo, and Angelo. Uh, not Angelo, admin Angelo, but Angelo from Usapang Retro, Angelo oh, Mendez, nice. as we nice. talk about retro collecting. They are huge toy collectors, all three of them, even bigger uh, Ukai experts, and they talk to me about what it's like. To go hunting for toys in Baguio and in Indonesia and wherever they find all these rare action figures from that is on Fast Clown with Chino Liao every week coming out next week. Okay, so Podcast United is PNAs and of course our way of helping out our less fortunate uh, brothers and sisters out there. 2020 has been a very tough year for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stan, but Chaga is not gonna get <laughs> us through this nightmare, guys. We also need right. to help each other out, especially with those people affected by the many typhoons that happened during late last year. One of the ways you can do so is donating to Podcast United to do so. All the instructions are on your page. But if you're listening to this right now, it's very easy and Ro will tell you how. All right. First, you can go to pymy.co slash PNA for Typhoon, as you can see on the screen. Or if you're listening to the pod, uh, podcast on Spotify, that's pymy.co slash PNA for T-Y-P-H-O-O-N. Then you can select any amount that you want to donate and just tap buy it now. And then you can pay via credit or debit card or your PayMaya wallet if you have. And it's available wherever you are, whether you're here in the Philippines or abroad. 
Yeah, and we also have a QR code. Uh, if you don't want to do all that, you can just scan this QR code to get right to the donation page. Yeah, and so it's really easy for you, for everyone watching on the stream. Also, this initiative is actually working with the Kaya Natin to Foundation, which works with the OVP. So they're doing a lot of good yeah, no, out no, there no. in the world today. And you can help with that good by helping out with a podcast network podcast united right all right all right all right i think I, I think i'm not lagging at this point we can say goodbye yeah yeah <laughs> yeah all right Go we're Go getting out of here thank you so much for joining us on the stream once again follow us at wrestling wrestling pod on kumu at wrestling 2x pod on twitter and at wrestling wrestling podcast on facebook and on instagram individually it's at rowis bar at china supersized and at underscore stan c don't forget to stay safe wear your masks my my bagong stay in the jan so please stay healthy <laughs> wash your hands and limit your going out unless sobrang kailangan uh, thanks again to babyface producer nikai and the rest of the pna fam on behalf of ro and chino my name is Stan. We're signing out. We'll catch you next week on the next Wrestling Wrestling Podcast live stream. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.